I'm here with the Duke. Hello. And today we are talking about NPCs and what an NPC is, why you shouldn't be one, that kind of stuff. So this is all gamer terminology. We're geeks. I'm sure you're probably a geek too, listener. Don't lie. More than likely. Yeah. So anyway, in case you're not, which again, highly unlikely, an NPC is a non-player character and a PC is a player character. So what we're talking about is... Are basically are you the like main character of your story, or are you just in the background, like kind of just running a script, you know, a, like basic AI script, you know? I go wake up, I uh, eat my cereal. For, well, I guess you don't read the newspaper, but like scroll through your Facebook feed or whatever, Twitter, whatever, yeah, social, social media, media slash news outlet yeah. that you pay attention to. And you go to work. You work a job you hate, but you're too chicken to do anything about yeah, it. you can tolerate it. Yeah, and you just go through the motions day after day is pretty much what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah uh, that's either. an NPC. You don't really question anything. You just... Yeah. Don't take risks. Don't take risks. You, yeah. you, pay, you don't really pay attention to the news around you. You just accept what CNN tells you or... The most exciting thing that you do is buy a new brand of cereal of some kind. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or you... Try a new restaurant. Buy a cool piece of IKEA furniture, oh, something like that. You know, Edward Norton and Fight Club before yeah. he meets Tyler Durden. That's what we're talking about. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, so that's that's what we mean by NPC. It's like you're just running a script. You're you're not really. You're not living. You're not living. Yeah, you're not conscious of the decisions that you make day after day. You're just running a pre pre-made script based on like your experiences growing up and your genetics or whatever and if you feel attacked by this definition keep listening we'll get there yeah yeah yeah, don't don't don't, we're not attacking you we've all been there (laughs) yeah 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 (laughs) it's like you ever you haven't seen the movie but listener the the movie uh free guy it's a great movie with ryan reynolds not a huge ryan reynolds fan but he kind of kills it in this one um, he's still Van Wilder in every single movie he does, but I like Van Wilder. <laughs> he just has no range. But anyway, he is a literal NPC in a video game, and he gains like sentience, and he starts actually like living his life. That's that's kind of like our our call out today. Isn't our, Ryan Reynolds? I'm sorry, this is complete yeah, segue. Isn't Ryan Reynolds married to Blake Lively? Yes. Yeah, they met when I think they were doing Green Lantern, and when yeah, she was wow. like peaking. Yeah, well, yeah. Ugh, Green Lantern. That was a tough movie to watch, though. Tough movie to watch, but like Blake Lively made it a lot better. You know, Blake Lively could probably make any movie better. <laughs> like, I'm I'm just saying, like, you know, he may not have any range, but he pulled that. Damn. Yeah, he sure did. Yeah, I'm sorry. He just, is Van Wilder. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's how he did it. Anyway, so NPC energy. So, uh, what would you say is a cause of the NPC uh, lifestyle? Like, what? I you know, I don't think there? there's so much a cause. I think I think something has to happen for you to break out of that. Okay. I I think everybody just kind of lives those patterns until they're pretty much traumatized out of it so for me mm-hmm. i was 100 percent npc energy yeah 
going through life up until the middle of college and then I flunked out of college and that basically like my my script up to that point stopped working yeah and so I had to like figure shit out from there Hmm. on my own well not on my own but like I had to start from scratch basically and build build a new script yeah and actually become aware of what I was doing you know, that's an interesting concept. So, <clears throat> And it doesn't have to be something that traumatic, but yeah. it's just something that, like, snaps you out of it. Right. And makes makes you start questioning things. Oh, and yeah. And that's, yeah. that's why, not, like, it's very important if you're not going to be an NPC to ask questions about everything. So I, I saw this, uh, I read this article on a study, and I couldn't tell you my sources. I couldn't tell you exactly details, but the, the gist Sounds of very scientific. <clears throat> listen. <Yeah. laughs> we, we followed the science here. Yeah, we did. We sure did. I was on my <laughs> phone, and I was reading this one thing this one time. No, but I, wa- I read this article on uh, an experiment, and it was kind of addressing the NPC issue, the not not taking point of your life issue. And uh, they they had these mice, and I can't remember what duration of time it was, but they, they had a maze, and they put the cheese in the same place in the maze, or whatever treat that they were using, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we'll just say cheese, because I can't remember what it was exactly. So they did this for some duration of time, enough to form a habit, and then they moved the cheese. Now, the mice initially used their senses to find the cheese, but when the cheese was moved, the mice had memorized the path to get to the cheese. And it was a very, very small percentage. Again, I can't quote exactly the percentage. But it was a very small percentage of mice that actually uh, used their senses mm-hmm. once they realized the cheese wasn't in the normal cheese spot. And a huge portion of the mice went back to that spot with the cheese until, you know, obviously they had to stop running the test and, you know, start feeding the mice by normal means because they just went back to the spot where they found the cheese. And I think that's why a lot of people, like, they stayed at the same job, you know, for 20 years because it worked once, worked for a little while, but, you know, instead of growing, he just went, this is safe. This is predictable. I can't emphasize enough how important it is to ask questions. Right. And this is the, the key to critical thinking is to ask questions. Like, does this make sense? Right. Which is like, yeah. you know, the mice. Yeah. That, does it make yeah. sense for me to stay at a job that is soul crushing, even right. though it's safe? Right. You know, or and the, so another experiment this one you actually you can actually find on youtube it's fascinating they have mm-hmm. a lobby so i guess it's like to a doctor's office or a dentist's office i don't i don't remember what it was but it's a, a waiting room like a lobby for this office and they start off with a bunch of people sitting down in the room they're all actors oh, and then one, the one, one lady the... walks in sits yeah. down and there's like this chime or buzzer or whatever the Navy yeah. actually put that and they all on. stand I know what you're up talking about when that buzzer yeah. goes off and sit back down. And at first, the lady is kind of confused, like, why are they doing this? But then she starts doing it, too, just because, you know, everyone else is doing Pack it. mentality. Yeah. And yeah. then slowly, like the actors start walking off one by one and new like real people start walking in. And the original lady keeps doing the thing along with the rest of the actors. But the new people eventually start doing it, too, until eventually, like, not only 
are there no actors left? And they're all the regular people are doing it, but the original people that did it are no longer there. So it's like the second or third generation of this, and they're all doing the the buzzer thing. And, you know, I saw yeah. that same thing, and it blows my mind. It was yeah, it was a Navy experiment. And the waiting room was for an eye okay. appointment. Yeah, yeah, but but it blows my mind that no one, no one was like, "What the yeah. fuck are you doing?" It's like, why? No, right? No one was like. What's this mean? This isn't that this I've never been in a waiting room like this. Like no yeah, one asked a question. Let's think of like COVID. Just wear oh, the fuck. mask. Just uh social distance. Social distance. How many freaking people didn't even question it? They just yeah, went tons. along with it. And like we both work in an industry that like went for this hook line and sinker. And we had oh to deal gosh. with the NPCs. This is why, <laughs> please don't be an NPC because we work with them all the time. Well, the, the TV told them that we were evil. Yeah. Because yeah, we didn't guess want to wear what? This is, uh, this is the price you pay. We talk about the costs of everything. This is the, the price you pay for being a, a player character, a non NPC, is right. the NPCs hate you. And oh, the right, people who are trying to control the NPCs hate you. Have you ever have you ever heard of uh, Agent Smith syndrome? I have heard. I think you might have told me about this, but remind me. Yeah. So Agent Smith syndrome. So basically, it kind of goes along the lines that the world we live in, the society we live in, is kind of like the Matrix, where it's not how reality works. The only reason the society that we exist in works the way it does is because of everyone basically agreeing that that's what truth yeah. is right that's like kind of i i mean i hate the term but social contract kind of exactly right it's like you know traffic works this way it doesn't have to you can drive your car wherever you want but the way society is set up well i'm not saying drive your car wherever you want just saying but agent smith syndrome is basically like in the Mat- movie the matrix if you have someone that's broken free of the matrix Basically, the Agent Smith program can take over any of those mm-hmm. people and start attacking. Oh, I, that yeah, I remember. I remember this free. point. Yeah, keep going. Sorry. Right. No, you're good. So basically, the Agent Smith syndrome in our society is like you're a free thinker. So if you question the propaganda, like the COVID thing, well, it's or not if you necessarily question, just propaganda, but just like the the narrative, the, the narrative, or even like the the machine that's been constructed. Uh, which right. is our society basically yeah exactly exactly if you question anything about yeah. it you know just this that and the other if you question the news you know if you question this that or the other the agent smith program kicks in and they start calling so this you is things like, like paranoid conspiracy this is theorists. the genesis of karen's right because yeah. once you start act quote-unquote acting out they just they flip a switch they can't like deal with it and so they like right someone who is otherwise would never cross your path never bother you if you're acting outside of the social norm they feel like it is their social obligation to 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 put it's it's, it's like the crabs in the bucket like you're a a crab trying to crawl out of the bucket but all the other crabs want to keep you in so yeah and they just drag you uh, agent smith or they and on the movie the matrix that the first half of that movie, like before he actually escapes the Matrix, is such a deep philosophical movie. Like it's a great action flick. I like that movie for that reason too. But just th- the philosophy—if you look at the first half of the movie and don't think of it as like a sci-fi movie, but just think mm-hmm. of it as like how the world wor- around us works. Right, exceptionally yeah, talented just guy, entry-level machine. job. 
built around us to basically keep us and being NPCs. Yeah. Well, you know, you know and the it, problem. It's like I think the NPCs, like your boss, is probably an NPC. Like his boss is probably an NPC, and they just and it's, yeah, everybody's in on it. That's the the heart, horrible part. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is the the social prison that we live in right now, and I call it a prison because we're basically debt slaves, mm-hmm. right? So. The problem about this is, and I think this is why people get into the NPC and Agent Smith, is because we've been led to believe that we built this. Yeah, we did. You know, it's like we built this society together. And I mean, our forefathers did. Sure. For sure. You know, they built an infrastructure. They built the the modern day capitalist, you know, system. It's since been hijacked. Yeah. But we, we take patriotic pride in what's around us we look at the achievements and we say how could this possibly be negative and people want to defend that it's, it's well, like rooting for a football team you right. pretend like you're a part of it even though you have nothing to do with it exactly yeah, it's but same you'll energy. be faithful to the yeah. end and it's it's honestly a virtue it's a i don't want to say a virtue signal but it just makes people feel virtuous right. you know and it's like look what we've built yeah. you know and it's like well you're just kind of sustaining it. You're you're imprisoned by it, right? And obviously, we have to we have to live in this society to some degree, right? So we're not saying like go out in the woods and be a hermit or whatever. Do it. Go out in the woods, be a hermit, get off grid. <laughs> I mean, if you want, go for be it. the man the terif- the government's terrified of. Get solar <laughs> panels, live in a tiny house, dig a hole, make your own well. That's I'm, that's not a horrible idea, but I'm saying like. That's not for everybody. True. Even the non-NPCs, that's not for everybody. I get it. I really like but Amazon. I just can't stop emphasizing that the key to this is just ask questions about everything. Ask questions right. of what your parents taught you. Even if you love your parents, ask questions about what they taught you. Ask well, questions of what school oh. taught you. Ask questions about what the TV is telling you. Ask How qu- many like, parents? Always I'm ask sorry. questions. You're absolutely right. How many parents, good intentioned, started bad habits? Like, I know my parents demanded, like, oral hygiene, but it was fluoride toothpaste. You know what I mean? my parents, when I was growing up, bought into the whole low-fat thing. Or, like, how butter is evil. We ate margarine for, like, the first few years. Mine, too. That was all my Tupperware in my house was margarine And they did it from a good... They came from a good place. They wanted us to be healthy. Right. But... They were lied to. Yeah, they were lied to. Straight up lied to. It's like, dude, it's like Gatorade. It's like, yeah, this bright red drink's good for you, especially when you're hot and dehydrated. <laughs> right. you know? But it's got electrolytes in it. <laughs> you're drinking a, a flat soda, basically. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. yeah With like, a little bit why, of salt in it. Why are my kids obese? Right. They dr- they slurp Gogurt. They, 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 so they're getting good probiotics, right? You know, right they, have you ever they, seen someone at the grocery store check out and use food stamps like i'm not trying to shame people using food stamps but like the food that they're buying chips soda like i worked at a gas station yeah i worked at a gas station for a very short time and i the ebt card purchases that i saw i'm like man hmm right yeah (laughs) it's like that's a lot of funyuns right i mean i don't get me right i like funyuns but like Oh, man. yeah, there's definitely people that abuse this. Now, but I'm just talking like that's basically what 
you're trained to do. You're trained to buy the cheap shit. Well, when, right. you, when you can't afford the stuff that's better, and you unfortunately, buy the, cheap the cheap shit is poison. You're right. Yeah, it's it's sad. Like I said, I'm not shaming these people for doing it. They're doing what they got to do, but they're not doing themselves any favors. Like you know, I think a lot of pe- the reason NPCs stay NPCs, like because people start to wake up sometimes, mm-hmm. right? But then you know you have programming. You're scared. You know what yeah. I mean. So it's like you start thinking of reasons that you can't. Right. Well, I mm. can't. You know. That's a great like the fear. Yeah. Right. I can't. I can't get in better shape because I don't have enough money for a gym membership, and I don't have enough money to eat grass-fed beef. Yeah, you and I don't have enough money. Fall to the the reasons why. Exactly. Yeah. Instead of looking at the little things you can do, even though it may not be at you know immediate you know gratification, it may take longer to get there. But instead of looking at what you can do, you start defeating yourself before you even get started. And I think that's social conditioning, yeah. honestly. I think we, we suffer as a society from a huge deficit in courage. Well, I mean, look at look at the media you consume, all right? Like, every single TV show and movie that has an underdog, mm-hmm. a quote-unquote underdog story, it doesn't show the underdog spending years making themselves something they're always the chosen one or there's a montage that makes like a bunch of time look like a few minutes right so it's it like seems six like, months later you know, like rocky i love the movie rocky but like he didn't great. spend five minutes training and then he was ready to take on apollo creed right like, exactly that was the course of year and he had years of training leading up right. to that that they never showed you. so even if media is well-intentioned it's still playing with our minds and right right and and it gives you a false sense of time frame and it also gives you a false sense of like for crime there like i said there's no way six months is gonna pass and if you get i love i'm sorry i keep on jumping subjects i love this quote that i heard it's like you've been out of shape Mm -hmm. and overweight for 10 years what makes you think that some workout program is gonna fix that in six months yeah why, why do you think 10 years of habits are going to go away in six months? That's an unrealistic expectation. That's a sales pitch. Well, so, yeah. So, there's a lack of real information. Right. And that discourages people. But that's also why it's so important to keep asking questions. Because if you keep asking questions, you're eventually going to get to good answers. Right. Right. It may it, not the, happen The overnight. more you ask questions, the better answers you're going to get. Exactly. Because you're going to throw out the stuff that you have learned up to that point is bullshit. And, and you're going to keep the, the stuff that might not be bullshit. You're not sure about it yet, but you keep questioning it. It's just whittling away the bullshit. And that's yeah. the uh, that's the status quo. Yeah. And that's the thing that that's really dangerous about the Agent Smith syndrome is that it's not just Karens. Mm. Like, I have a buddy. I'm sorry. if I'm not shitting on you if you're vaxxed. I didn't get the vax personally for my own reasons. And... I'm just saying, a lot no. of, yeah, I feel very sympathetic to a lot of people who did it because they were scared. Right. And they were they like, were basically they, forced. They, yeah. They were coerced or forced into it. And right. like, I get it. It's like I said, there's a lack of courage in our society and I'm not placing blame. Right. We have been conditioned that way. Well, I'm placing blame on the people that conditioned us. OK, yeah. Uh, I'm not placing blame on the people who. But again, like there's a difference between blame and responsibility. Even, right, but you know. it's like the crabs in the bucket thing. I have a buddy of mine who did it. 
He didn't want to, but the reason he did it is because his mother, who is 100% a CNN watching, it's, it's, she's a wonderful woman, but she is 100% sold on the news wouldn't lie to me. The government's not allowed to lie to me. The government wouldn't do that. Blah, 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 blah. And, and he got it because she begged him. She begged him and it was from a place of love. Right. You know what I mean? And that's how dangerous this is because if you go, if you start asking questions, you're going to need that courage because it's going to drive, you know, a wedge in a lot of, I'm sorry, but it, it may be an important relationship in your life. Well, once you, when you start asking questions, you actually formulate a, a, uh, you formulate principles, right? And the more you question, the more your principles become solid and the more right. your frame becomes solid. And the, the key to like navigating through this, this world of lies is to have that solid frame so you can tell your mother no this is bad for you right like i'm sorry you took it but i'm not going to do the same like it's a tremendously hard thing to do i am not trying to minimize like your your friends oh i hold it i don't hold it yeah i'm not trying to minimize the difficulty of a decision like that but I'm, i'm just saying like the way you get to the point to where you can say no to something like that is by asking the questions, building your, your principles. So asking questions leads you to more and more correct information. You're never going to have 100% correct information. But that correct information that you do get helps you build a foundation for your principles and your values. And then those principles and those values lead you to a strong frame and um, the, the confidence to be able to, to stand up to lies and to... I honestly think that that's a reason that our culture's decayed so much is because, I mean, especially with men, dude. Like, man. Well, we're supposed to be the leaders of society. Well, and we're also supposed to be fucking dangerous. You know what I mean? We're supposed to be a, a creature. Here's the thing. I, I'm a Judeo-Christian. I don't hide that. I read a book, Wild at Heart, and it makes a really good point. God made us out of the wild stuff. We weren't created in the garden. We were created in the primordial outside of the garden in the wild, right? We were designed to be something like that. You know, that that's that's why men, that's, that's why you have ancestors that went, I don't know what's on the other side of this ocean, but I'm going to build a fucking boat, and I'm going to find out or die trying. Well... You Jordan know? Peterson had a great point. He he the Bible talks about meekness and how the meek shall inherit the earth. But meekness, a lot of people conflate meekness with weakness. Right. But the way Jordan Peterson defines meekness, the way it's used in the Bible is more of like you're someone who has a sword but who chooses to keep it sheathed. So right. you have the potential to be dangerous, but you consciously choose to hold back that aspect of yourself unless exactly. it's necessary well it's, it's uh, i love that story in the bible with uh with jesus and the legion and he casts out legion into the pigs and then the village is like no we don't want you in here we don't know what that was but we don't want any of what you got going on and then the disciples were like hey they rejected you you want us to wipe this out here's the thing you had 12 men 
<laughs> that knew they were like, you know what? Not only are we bad, yeah, these were we blue got, collar like dude, they bottom were hoi- of society. Like, right? They yeah. were hoisting five hundred pound fishing nets into a boat yeah. all day. Here's the thing: he didn't pick pansies, man. Yeah, he picked dudes that looked like they could take on a village and wipe and, it out. And Jesus wasn't no slouch either. Like, no, he was a I carpenter. Guarantee you that table he turned over in the temple was not light no it wasn't <laughs> ikea furniture dude that was one solid piece of wood yeah. that sucker was a couple hundred pounds yeah. he right? wasn't just some like sheep petting oh like, man freaking uh garnier fructis hair well, that's, like that's what i'm saying yeah. dude that's why they had to have the romans take him out because he went to a village of jews and they went we can't take this guy <laughs> and his thugs dude uh, He's saying some blasphemy. Say, we'll go get him. Well, it's illegal if no. we do. <laughs> Better let the soldiers handle it. Well, Andrew Tate made a good point. It's not strong men who go shoot up a school. No, it's, it's not, not strong men who um who you know blow up a building or it's mm. not strong commit. men who um you know c- commit do. all of the. Uh, it's not yeah. strong men who are pedophiles, or it's not strong men who do any of the heinous shit that goes on in our society. And that's the thing, is our society has conditioned strong men. <sighs> How do I put this? They've conditioned being masculine as a bad thing. Well, yeah. Because being meek doesn't mean that you don't ever stand up for anything. No, being you know what I mean? meek means that you stand up for what's right. Well, I mean, I right. guess that's not what meek means, but it means that you do stand up for things. Right. You don't fly off the handle, right. but you still are. You have valor. I mean, the, the point is, is like you can handle things gently because people know that you can also handle things yeah. much more violently. And that and that's the thing is men have been conditioned to see that as a negative thing. And I'm sorry, but I mean, men have an obligation to be dangerous. Yeah. Men have an obligation to be a creature that's, that that goes with the the title, right? Like, there, I I there's a difference between being an adult male and a man, right? An adult male, you just you're born that way, and then you eventually grow up and become one. Right, I've, but a I've, man yeah. has to be earned, and that's yeah. the thing. I, I've met twenty year old men. Yeah, I've met fifty year old boys pretty much right like, guys yeah. that just yep i got my one football team and my one beer and i never asked no questions and then i died yeah oh and it's sad because i mean those guys i mean i'm not shitting on those guys you know i mean that but we're but they just don't take charge you know what i mean they just like okay you know they just kind of get told what to do their whole life and that doesn't that's well, not I said conducive. before that like we have a lack of of real leadership in our society and it takes strong men to be it's good lack, leaders and you said a lack of courage and i really agree with that but we've been conditioned for that and i think that's where the npc thing comes from is because you're told like stay in line from a young age you know the school yeah, system sit at your desk shut up like exactly. raise your hand if you want to talk and Ask if you want permission yeah. to go to the bathroom hey. and if you if you get too anxious or, or overstimulated, we're going to drug the shit yeah. out of you or you're going to be processed into the penal system and, you know, you're going to be a delinquent for the rest right. of your life. Yeah, our entire. So our school system was modeled off of the Prussian uh, school system. 
the Prussian yeah. school system was designed to create soldiers because pr- Prussia is basically turned into our modern conception of like 20th century Germany. Okay. So that like Prussia, the Prussian ethic turned into like the, the first and second Reich and the third Reich that, that was like hmm. the, the militaristic, um, Oh, dare I say warmongering as yeah. like what we, see as like german that's actually like the prussian ethic and so now now just just prussia as in like russia with a p yeah it's not related to russia right right i was just saying just because it sounds like you're kind of saying uh, depression a a germanic um, territory so it was part of the holy roman empire which eventually became germany and austria right 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 um so like, Sorry, well, anyway, the, the Prussian school system was designed to create soldiers. And when the United States was creating our um, mandatory school system, this didn't happen until the 20th century. So right. like people don't realize how like happen. new our, our public school system is. Well, dude, you know what blows my mind? Well, the social security numbers weren't a thing until like the late 80s. Yeah. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but dude, our history is not that old. What we know, anyway. Right. So our our public school system was designed off the Prussian school system, but they did not want soldiers. They wanted workers. They wanted busy little bees. So that is what our des- our schools are designed mm-hmm. to make us is into obedient workers. Yep, and that's why yeah. our grades have meat grade letters, grade A through F. <laughs> it's the same as hamburger, bro. Oh, jeez. Uh, honestly, that's, I mean, yeah, you're, you're a good little factory worker and the, your work is graded the same way your product is graded later on in life. But you're absolutely right. You know, if they, you can't have busy workers that do the same thing on an assembly line all day if they have aspirations and dreams. Right. You got to beat you know? that shit out of them. You do. Yeah. I mean, look at China, bro. Oh, that's yeah. a sad, sad state. You know, honestly, it, uh, you know what bothers me? Is I'm like sure China's. A lot of things bother you, but anyway. Oh, a lot of things, yeah. yeah but <laughs> <I'm> sorry, <laughs> mostly the voices in my head. No, but like China, right before COVID struck, and I thought that was an interesting timing thing. But Weird. China, uh, was it Hong Kong that was having the largest human rights movement in like livable history? Like, it dude, was I having remember, a pretty big human rights. They movement. wanted a bill of rights, like America had. Yeah. And it was, I mean, to the point where Chinese police were going and shooting these leaders on the subway. And, like, it made me wonder, like, America, what the fuck are you doing? The same thing with France, dude. France is all over, like, they're they're over this immigration shit, man. A lot lot of European countries, you got the the Netherlands, the the farmers in the Netherlands um, are fighting back against that's right they won a pretty big victory recently i heard but yeah we're the founding fathers of this country man did not put up with a lot less and they weren't fucking npcs that's the thing like we were founded by people who were free thinkers and that's i think that's why we've degraded to this point is because we've just been so conditioned as men that being masculine is wrong and i mean dude honestly our grandfather's generation wouldn't have put up with this shit yeah <laughs> yeah that's true you know i mean those were some thugs man like yeah they were busy fighting the guys a war. who like lied about their age in order to join to up to fight yeah. 
Oh my gosh! I mean, don't get me wrong; it was it was misguided, but I mean, the fact that they had that yeah, kind of the balls, fact that they had the stones to do it. Yeah, they yeah. were fifteen years yeah. old. They're like, "Fuck it, I'll fly a helicopter." Right. <laughs> like, well, I mean, that was before helicopters, World War Two. Oh, yeah. I was thinking of Nam. Oh no, and Nam, dude, they had to force people to fight in Nam. Oh yeah, that's well, right. I guess they had I, to force people to fight in World War Two, also. But yeah, they. Yeah, yeah. Not sure there was very many fifteen-year-olds voluntarily signing. Probably up in not. Nam. No, yeah. you're right. I I got all screwed up. That was a dumb thing to say. My bad. Yeah, but World War Two, you're right. Yeah, they didn't have helicopters in World War Two. Nope, sure didn't. No shit. Yeah, I'm sure they were invented by then. I can't remember when the helicopters were invented, but they were not like a thing that you could use in war. Well, they were still going to fly airplanes. They were down with that shit. Yeah, they were down. That, they were down with operating machinery. They were, they were down with jumping out of airplanes yeah, too. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, and that and now you use the wrong pronoun. Right. Oh, uh, dear God. <sighs> I'm, I'm not a big fan of war, but like those were men. Well, right. Sure. They they yeah. were just pointed in a direction that you know wasn't conducive to. Right. Yeah. I mean, I guess there was some NP- NPC mentality there as well. Again, it's not, it's something you always got to guard against. I, you know, I kind of, we all, we all fail. I cut at them it. some slack though, because like you have a smartphone that has, uh, I don't know how many times the processing power of the first computer that put someone on the moon. Yeah, it's ridiculous. You have the modern day library of Alexandria we have the in your pocket. Information of the world out of right. And in the nineteen twenties, they didn't have that shit. Yeah. Your your TV and your radio was your truth. Yeah, you know what I mean. That that's, they they had an excuse. We we don't You're exactly. Right. You know, yeah. and here's the thing: they still wouldn't have put up with this shit. Yeah, they were absolutely. they were radicalized for an enemy. You know what I mean? And even a lot of them realized that. During the war, like we shouldn't, we shouldn't have done this. You know what I mean. Yeah. A lot of generals came forward and like this. This isn't about what they told us what it was about. And that was a big thing in Nam too. Is a lot of people didn't support it because it's like the soldiers were coming back. It's like I didn't see one Chinese soldier over there. Yeah. It was all farmers in pajamas, man. You know, it's like and they, those are some mean motherfuckers. <laughs> but yeah, dude, like. And if anybody's wondering what we're talking about with World War Two, just just know this: like there are no good wars, there, and there's no good guys in war either. No, like war is the ultimate failure of of humankind. So, and not to say that there weren't tragedies, absolutely, oh, absolutely. there and there weren't there were triumphs as well. Exactly, like, there's there's triumphs and tragedies in in all aspects of human life. The but, uh, the the overall reasoning behind the shroud was not what you were told so yeah people don't like fighting no people people have to be coerced into it honestly most people it's like even even like fighters don't like fighting no because real fights hurt yes exactly real fights hurt and real wars hurt you know they hurt because you lose people you love they hurt because people come back with traumas they can't get over we work with a couple of uh, combat veterans yeah, and they're not. Uh, Those guys are struggling. They're not well adjusted. No. And I don't blame them for not being well. Oh adjusted. man, and uh, it's it's tragic, it's tragic, and they have doubts about what they did, you know. But that's the thing is is that that's why we're so against the NPC mindset is because the people that are programming you, the people that are running your script, do not have your best interest at heart. I. I find it hard to believe that the majority of the people in this country don't realize how fucked up our political situation Honestly, is. Honestly, I really think a lot of people do, but they're just scared. 
Well, that's the thing. Like, uh, but the the people realize how fucked up, or at least to a degree, how fucked up things are. But it continues. Why? Because they they're running a script. Like, vote the bastards out. That'll solve everything. That is my like, favorite. Uh, oh my gosh! It's like the election was stolen. They cheated in the election. We better vote them out next time. <laughs> What the fuck is that logic? What would happen if just nobody showed up to the voting booth? A bunch of dead people would vote. Yeah, but I mean... You'd probably vote anyway. The, the, if if nobody showed up to the voting booths and then they tried passing laws, it's like, would anybody care? The people who are bold enough to just say, fuck you, I'm not participating in this. Do you really think they're going to participate in some bullshit law? Well, that's how you like, that's how you destroy the, the, the current debt slave banking industry. As you yeah. go, hey, um, let's all set up our own state banking and go with that route instead of having, like, just ignore the Federal Reserve. It's like... Oh, let's, let's create our own money, which is like what I guess crypto is about to some could degree. Could be crypto, just, just, gold, a state, silver, just a state yeah. regulated bank instead of federal, you know? Well, I mean, that's, 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 that's was, got its own problems, well, yeah. but I guess it's better. Yeah, but, but I yeah. mean, it, yeah, at least the, you know, at least the people that you can hold accountable are kind of local, you know? Yeah. I yeah, I'm definitely a fan of localization as opposed to centralization. Honestly, barter barter yeah. trade too, dude. Set up your local supply chains. I I do that a lot with my my wife. Just bought uh, four gallons of uh, FDA approved milk. Right, <laughs> definitely pasteurized. And we certainly <laughs> didn't use uh, silver as a trading medium a few times or jellies. Well, I mean, silver is still legal currency, so... Yeah, I, I just, think you know, I'm trying to dance around here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just <laughs> not trying to... I don't, I don't need the freaking... We are perfectly 100% law-abiding citizens. We cross at the crosswalk mm-hmm. every time. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we, we wait we never for... Speed. Never, never. I never. And I certainly <laughs> don't carry a gun into gun-free zones. <laughs> in my socks. Yeah. And sometimes also All in right. my pocket. Oh. And also on my waistband. Interesting. Yeah, I would, never, I would never do never, that. No, never no. do that. No. <laughs> no, but that's 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 the thing, dude. Is just, yeah, people are. It's fear at the end of the day. Even if they know that they are being taken for a ride, they just keep following the script because and that's what's always what? worked. The the fear um, is real. You got every right to be afraid, but that's where cur- courage comes in, man. Yeah. There's no. Well, you know no. what? Honestly, I also feel like there's courage in numbers. If people just started talking about it. Absolutely. Fellowship. and Yeah. yeah. That, dude, that's why, honestly, during COVID. Because here's the Well, th- that's why they want us to, like, be isolated. Uh, that That's part of, like, right. the... Well, like, well uh, what was it? Was it the Revolutionary War that was planned in churches and bars, basically? Yeah, pretty much. You know? Yeah. that's That's why during COVID they shut all that shit down. Yeah. And gave you money because it's like, it's boogaloo time, motherfucker. They're like, listen, we'll give you checks. Just don't boogaloo. <laughs> Just don't boogaloo. And you know yeah. what I did with right. it? I bought ammo. <laughs> it's like, thanks, government. <laughs> Free money. Because I never stopped working, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. I was living like a king. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. But- I did stop working for a little bit just because I got fucking laid off for my sales and my my finance sales job uh, that absolutely shut 100 percent down you know what uh, so like if they're gonna pay me to take a few months off i'm gonna take a few months yeah, it sounds off. like they did you a favor 
honestly, by laying yeah, it off. Yeah, they really did. <laughs> I'm so much better. Oh, man. <laughs> that, that does not sound like a, you know, conducive to mental health. Kind and here's of. the thing. The people, people, when you are afraid of these bad things happening, I think Mark Twain had a saying that, like, I've, he said, he had a saying something about, like, bad things happening, or... Oh yeah, uh, I had yeah. so many horrible things happened in my mind, and some of them even came true. Yeah. Something yeah, along those lines. Some, something along those lines. It's like most of the shit you're afraid of is not going to happen. Well, even if it does, it's like is surviving living. Yeah, you know. No, I mean not. that's the thing is like you got to find your nuts and and then get out there and be the change and refusing to participate in things that you have an ethical if- issue with. You know? Yeah, that's definitely... Like, but as a group. It's like the Bud Light uh, thing, right? I see it as more of an in- individual thing than you. I see it as a way to like, you, you, ha- help you live a more fulfilling life. It's like I'm not saying necessarily tear down the system. I'm just saying question everything to lead you to a better down a better path. I think the system will collapse if people do that. Oh, yeah. That's why like, I'm not a fan of the revolution talk necessarily is because we don't really have to do anything that the things that can, that can't continue won't all right so like, all this shit's unsustainable right like not with without so, your consent without right. yeah so yeah all you have to do is well it's like the bud light thing it's like uh right. i don't agree with the ethics of but x company naturally dude this all this is gonna collapse on its in on itself yep like it's it's inevitable. This There's is this no is not point. how the world works. It is this right. is a blip. So I'm not necessarily concerned about tearing down the system. The system will take care of itself. Right. I'm more concerned about what how people live their lives for their own sake. Well, and that's right. really the point. That's a that's that's the I that's think the I've, point is live for your own sake. Be the best version of yourself you can be. And that's not being selfish. I mean I'm a big fan of people being self-centered. And then by self-centered, I don't mean selfish. I mean, think about the things that you do and make your own choices. Right. Now, part of being a good person is to have some of those choices involve the well-being of others. Yep. However, it still has to be your decisions that you're making. You're not living um, someone else's Get off autopilot. Yeah, get off autopilot. Don't let the AI be your script. Make your own choices, even if it's difficult. Yeah. And you're going to make wrong ones. That's fine. You're allowed to make mistakes. We all are. Oh, man. I love mistakes. I love mistakes. I think mistakes are the best. That's I'm a perfectionist at heart. Yeah. So that's one of my mantras I got to keep telling myself is I'm allowed to make mistakes because it is hard for me to deal with making mistakes sometimes. That's the thing. That's part of the programming, dude. That is part of the... every, Every single entrepreneur self-help book the first thing that they tell you is that you're going to fail a hundred times before you get it right and this and you're going to keep failing after that exactly you know i love those memes where it's like the path i thought it was going to be and it's just a straight line it's like the path that actually was and there's like alligator pits and shit yeah and but it's true but that's the yeah. thing it's like you don't have to think of it as an alligator pit it's just like you don't have to start over. You're starting from a place of experience. You know what I mean? If you stop and go, stop and go, you're always picking up where you left off. That's the thing is people get discouraged. And, and yeah, anyway. And so part part of courage, too, is just realizing that there are worse things than pain. There are worse things than 
than dying. There, there are like I, there are worse things than being hurt. You know, like there's a saying we yeah. have. We have such a focus. Uh, Andrew Tate said this recently. There's such a focus in our site on happiness. Yeah. Oh man, that's a big crock of shit. It's like there are worse things than being unhappy. It, well, it defines what your goals are to be happy. I mean, but so if you mean like a dopamine rush from instant gratification, that's not that's not. Well, even even I'm just talking about the straight emotion of happiness. Like you should not. And this is shout out to Andrew Tate. This is totally his thing. I, I'm ripping off of him is you shouldn't seek to be happy. You should seek to find like do things that are meaningful yeah because i'm on board with that yeah there's a difference between joy and happiness yeah joy is more of like a long-term sense of fulfillment and contentment yeah and that's what you should seek for in your life and that comes from doing the hard things um facing the facing the the fears feeling the pains and then coming out on the other side a better person like and um like what I'm ta- what I mean by like there's worse things than pain and death and all that is like can you, how sad is it the people that just never never grow right they just they sit there just stay the same their entire lives they just never accomplish anything or or worse yet they they were better in the past and they just pine over that they like just the, peaked out and then they just yeah. never left there are definitely worse things than death in this world and that's you know, we we all we, none of us get out of this alive. So right. you know what? Like, I, I I love this quote Benjamin Franklin said. Uh, I think it was Benjamin Franklin. He said, "Most men die in their twenties, but we don't bury them until they're 70. Oh, geez, that's so true. Yeah. yeah, but that that's literally it, man. It's like you just you you hit a wall one day and you decide that's it, and it's tragic, and it's not true. It's not true. You may have to change up your tactic a little bit, but you got to find a different way to get to the cheese sometimes. Yeah. You know, yeah. No, I, question yeah. everything. Exactly. Question everything. Form your own ideas. Do live to the beat of your own drum. And we're not talking about like tying your hair. You know, <laughs> <Right>. yeah. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh, I'm the, I got this koi fish tattoo on my back because it's like, you know, just life's I unpredictable. Got this, I got this kanji tattooed on my <laughs> arm. And I don't even know what it means. Like, <laughs> Because I'm just living my own story. Oh, fuck. It's like, I got a tramp stamp just like every other host. Exactly. Like, and I put it on my Instagram because I'm unique and yeah. I need everyone to tell me. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. I love it. Oh, no. All right. We're going to wrap this up, though. 10 yeah. 4. No, but I, I think that uh, we hit some good points today, man. Be yeah. dangerous. And Be dangerous. Uh, question everything. Being informed is a part of being dangerous. Yeah. And then and, forming yeah. a, a good backbone and, you know. What did you say? Personal, like not morals, but uh, uh, values and um, um, God damn it! If you hadn't asked, I know, me, I, I know, I did. The th- I saw it leave your eyes as soon as I said it. You know what I was gonna say? Yeah, uh, that was my fault. Uh, that was the Duke's fault. So, right, it's on well, the Duke. Well, the Duke made a deuce. So you question everything, and then you get uh, Prince. Yeah, that's, that's the, the word. I knew it started with a P. Okay. All right. Anyway, thanks for joining us, everybody. Uh, until next time. The um, point is, you are masters of your own fate. Yeah, and don't don't, an don't get hijacked by how you feel. It's uh, you're worth more than that. Act like it. I love it. Yeah. 
All right. Peace, everybody. Bye. Love you.